Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So, what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song? Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in. Two hours of wind sprints. Never felt this good. That's what we do here. Fox Football Sunday going through the games of Week 16. We'll review those in the books. Already three off the board. Lots of moving parts today. Uh, We're talking more about protocol lists than we've ever talked about injuries. And normally it's the, all right, it's the battle of attrition. Well, now it's the battle of tests and testing policies and procedures welcome in hope you all had a merry christmas uh if you celebrate if you just got out and about hopefully that was good for you as well friends family memories of loved ones that couldn't raise a glass with you this year uh just always uh be mindful take a look at uh, the world around you uh and try to help out a little bit if you can there's your sermon from the mount on a sunday morning mike Harmon, alongside five-year nfl vet 
NFL analysts. You've got Amazon, Fox, <laughs> FS1, mentor, coach. He's my guy. He's Bucky Brooks. What's going on, man? What's happening, man? Another exciting weekend. But now this weekend is significant. we got serious playoff implications going Playoff grids, fun. all the in the hunts and all of that, moving parts, uh, some teams falling apart uh, as we watch them roll through. And, and that's uh, the interesting part, right? Who's rising? Who's falling? Who's going to get players back in time? Uh, and I guess we might as well start with that first game from yesterday. We'll rewind to Thursday in full effect in a moment. But uh, go to the Green Bay and Cleveland game. Four interceptions for Baker Mayfield, including let's call it what it is. I don't care whether you like him or don't, and folks love to go after Baker. Like, that last one's not his fault. <laughs> okay, that's a penalty. Uh, in the first minute of a game, it's the penalty. I don't mm. care if it's Lambeau Field mm-hmm. uh, on an NFC Championship game. That's a penalty, but it goes down as an interception. Rodgers, 24-34, and 3 getting it done. Narrow victory for the Packers. Looked like they put it on cruise control, uh, and they almost got caught at the wire. Yeah, I don't look. I don't even know if there's a situation where they put it on cruise control. I looked at it from the vantage point of the Cleveland Browns were able to dominate the game offensively when they decided to play the right way. You mean when they decided to run the football and, and I mean, not put it on Baker's I mean, arm? I mean, it's 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 funny. It's playing I've never, his day, right? Right. I've never seen a, a game in which the running backs are averaging over seven yards a pop, but the quarter. I mean, the head coach refuses to continue to give them the rock. Nick Chubb had almost 200 scrimmage yards. Yep. On like eighteen, on like nineteen carries and nineteen touches, and came away from the game saying, "You know what? I don't think he touched the ball enough. I don't think he touched enough. every time he touched the ball. He was getting eight nine a clip, and so this is a situation where Kevin Stefanski will have to look at the tape and try, try and figure out where he got wayward because for Baker Mayfield to have twice as many passes as they had runs to me was just a flawed game plan, particularly when he turned the ball over three times in the first half. Well, and you look at it, it's a squad that doesn't have a number one wide receiver, right? It's not like you're forcing the ball down the field to no. Devonte Adams on the other side who had a, uncharacteristic drop in the mix oh yeah crazy yeah a crazy play that you could watch that a hundred times you keep expecting the different results just because of who he is right so it's like all right you're going to show me the replay where it it actually catches this time like a multiverse you know that kind of thing but to your point on nick chubb it's like baker mayfield's got 36 pass attempts and he absorbed five sacks you've got issues but you're running the football effectively and you're in the game so I mean, it's, it's it's one of the craziest things that I've seen, and and then here's the thing, and this isn't an analytical deal, but here's what happened: they missed an early extra point, so then they go for two early, and they missed that, and so they're now in a negative three deficit, chasing points the rest of the game, and then you see a game that ultimately is decided by two points, and we are we can't necessarily like fast forward and know how gameplay will change, but. I mean, with all the things that went wrong, as Baker, as bad as Baker may have played when it came to the turnovers, I mean, it's still the little things, the extra points, not being able to make uh, makeable kicks, um, the penalties, Malik Jackson jumping off sides at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean, it's the little things that always come back to bite you, and that's where the Browns are because a team who has a roster that is really talented and loaded, um, you know, it's just a disappointment. And maybe they find their way into the postseason somehow. Like we've seen um, how crazy it is and all the scenarios. There's two games left for them 
where they can get in. But, man, this will have to be one of the more disappointing seasons based on the expectations and the hype prior to the year. So, franchise tag, you paying them, what are you doing? Uh, look, I think I think at this point with Baker Mayfield, I think the easiest thing to do is to pick up the fifth-year option because right now you'd be hard-pressed to find a better quarterback in terms of just being serviceable. You pick up the fifth-year option, and then this becomes very much like the Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott waiting game. If he plays at a level where he deserves to get the big contract, then you look, you pay the premium, but you have to make him earn it. You cannot give him a $40 million contract and in good faith expect everyone in the locker room to be okay because it'll just be hard. It upset the apple cart because you won't be able to bring back some of the players that you need to support him. And I just think it it sends a bad message. And I know people don't like to do that, but when you look at where he goes, he should be slotted monetarily probably – Look, you're not going to get people to be down at the Jimmy G level 27 million, but he should probably come in at Jerry Goff, Carson Wentz money, which is around 32, 33 million. And that's being very generous based on no, what I was going to say, done. based on very what generous. we've but, seen but of the late. quarterback, the quarterback marketplace would probably dictate that. So now you pick up the fifth year option, which I think is 21, 22 million. And then it gives you a chance to dribble out the shot clock with a couple franchise tags. And at that point, then maybe you can make a deal. Salary cap's going to rise a couple of couple of notches here, certainly for this mm-hmm. coming year, uh, and would expect based on all the ratings and all the bonanza uh, and full stadiums this year that you would see that again uh, for the subsequent year. I- I'm always just a if I don't have to pay a guy, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, especially like guys that are tween, as you mentioned with, with Dak Prescott, and everybody's like, "Oh, you could have gotten them so much cheaper." It's like, but were you sure? Yeah, if you're not, were I mean, you sure he was your guy? Like with if you're not, cousins, were yeah, you sure he yeah, was your guy? And if and if you're not sure, then um, you just have to understand. I'm gonna pay the premium if he does turn out to be the player that we want him to be, and you're happy to do that. So for the Browns, you pay the premium if the Browns somehow find their way to the winner's circle, where they're one of the last teams in the playoff picture, meaning they're in the championship conference championship game, they make their way to a Super Bowl. Then hey, you overpay for the quarterback because that's kind of what you have to do a little bit. But right now, I don't think you can do it, particularly coming off the year that they've had and how he's performed. I know injuries and those things, but unfortunately, when guys play with injuries, no one cares. No, you, so you, he's you were evaluated. good enough to play. Yeah, so he's evaluated based on how he performed with the injury. And so it hasn't gone well, and I think we see the limitations. And I think the bad thing for Baker is his draft position prevents us from looking at him and viewing him at any other spot beyond being a former number one overall pick. If he was Garner Minshew type, then we'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, it's good. Like, he's a good player. But draft position brings about expectations, and he he falls into that because he was number one overall. You expect him to be a, a, a savior, a game changer, and he's not. Yeah, because that's a huge point going looking at this year's quarterback class, right, is that you've got all these first-round picks, and then over here you got Davis Mills, who every once in a while mm-hmm. has had a throw or two where you're like, okay, yeah. this is interesting. But not certainly not the same expectations, not only because of the, the insignia on the side of his helmet, but also draft position and what the season started as, that he was a guy that was never expected to see mm-hmm. the field, right? And then everything changes. So to your point, the expectations and the media and fan fandom and everything that everything. piles up on top of it just becomes a much different uh, course to navigate, I guess. Yeah, it does become a, a, a different... Um, course to navigate. And it's one of those things like when you're drafted, like um, 
there's a level of expectation that happens within the draft room. When someone is drafted number one overall, um, the expectation is when you grade somebody that high and you draft somebody that had that uh, very early in their career, they'd be a top five player at their respective position. Where Baker Mayfield isn't isn't that. And so you can be okay with that. I think the, the most important part is everyone in the building has to know where he slots and where he fits. And then once you understand where he fits, you have to call the game appropriately. So even though you drafted him number one overall, if he's proven to be a guy who needs to be more of a system player, more of a managerial type, then you play him like that. And there's nothing wrong with that because the league is 85% full of system players. And you just have to resonate that. And I think with him, he has to understand that. I think the difference where he gets out of whack is when you don't pay system guys for being system guys. Right. That's, that's the tricky part. And then the expectations rise. All right, let's go to the nightcap. Colts 22-16 winners over Arizona. Third straight week, Arizona's had the opportunity to clinch a playoff berth and has failed. Uh, COVID-ravaging, injury-ravaged Colts squad, right? We're going at one point and four members of your offensive line are down. You don't have Kelly or Nelson to start the game. Jack Doyle gets hurt. Uh, You had Darius Leonard, who missed this week, might miss next week. Uh, Kari Willis, Pascal, like it was uh, just names coming up till kickoff, just one after the next that were out. Wentz, 225 and two, made that big throw uh, down the stretch. He he did his best to try to give it away again, (laughs) uh, as he does, but he didn't. Taylor with the huge run right off the jump. Uh, And then the Cardinals did a fantastic job to contain him thereafter. But Kyler Murray in the offense. Can't can't get it started. Can't uh, finish drives. And then Matt Prater with different holders, a guy normally reliable from like the super toe, right? Just slam him on the head and he can kick it a, mile, a country mile, leaves a number of points on the board as well. Yeah, now um, the Arizona Cardinals, this is problematic now. So it was three straight losses and the way in which they've, they've lost, you're not concerned. You're concerned because of the lack of execution you're concerned because of the repeated mental mistakes that pop up in games that are costing them. And then I am concerned because when I look at this offensive lineup, and I, I said this and I worried about this from the start, DeAndre Hopkins is now removed. When you really look at their wide receiver core, who scares you outside of Zach Ertz? Like they don't have, they don't have a high-end playmaker on the perimeter. So we have expectations for this offense to perform with Calum Murray um, some of that was contingent upon the fact that they were going to be able to throw it all over the yard and have fun. It was going to be exciting and those things. But now they don't have those pieces. And so they now have to rely on the running game, which really steadied them for most of the season. But you didn't have James Conner, um, so you didn't get the same kind of production. But even with all of that, defense played well enough for them to win. They did enough offense. Man, too many, too many mistakes, too many missed kicks, uh, turnover, little things that are costing them. And they're finding, man, it's hard to go from good to great in this league. They're a good team. They're not a great team. And to your point, and the, that, that degree of, of difficulty catch that DeAndre Hopkins makes look, look so easy, mm-hmm. they drop all those. Mm-hmm. Or most of those, right? They don't it, get that anymore. You know, Christian Kirk and those guys are, are near position, but they don't have the same finishing move necessarily that DeAndre no. does and that and you're leaving that on on the field all right last one real quick let's go back to uh Thursday night 
Titans with the three-point win over the 49ers. Jimmy G with a couple of throws that mm. I'm just not going to understand. Mm. And I, mm. I try, mm. and I've tried to defend him. On our sheet in there, I had the 49ers, my bold prediction. Why? Because I needed a different team uh, abbreviation in the NFC column. I, I went bold thinking they stay healthy, they make plays, and that Jimmy G stays the guy. And then on Thursday night, some really good things. And then the throws and throws missed that have resonated throughout the football world. Because you mentioned them before in that $27 million range, whatever the expectations, and then moving forward with Trey Lance. Uh, and I think the football consensus, at least what I got off Twitter coming off of that and uh, columns written, whatever, it's like Trey Lance mustn't be nowhere near ready. I mean, I guess I, I, I think it's one, two things. One, it got to be where they were playing so well that – Trey Lance's development kind of takes a little bit of a backseat in terms sure. of getting them in the game. They reeled off like five or six, and they made their way back into the playoff hunt. They were looking like this is a team that was surging going into the postseason prior to dropping that game on Thursday. The Thursday game is more remarkable because for the first half, they absolutely had their way Dominant. with the Tennessee Titans. 55 but, total yards for Tennessee in the but, first half. But didn't score enough points. Part of that was a red zone interception that was critical. Um and then you see another intercession where he just floats it over the guy in the middle of the field. Um, and, look, Jimmy G is what Jimmy G is. And I think we, we should we should stop trying to figure out, like, oh, he's a franchise. He, look, this is what he is. Like, he's a, he's, he's a mid-tier quarterback who can win when they play the right way. But it's a very limited way that the 49ers can play. And they can't get into a game that becomes a heavy drop-back game and those things. Because if you just looked at the box score – the numbers would tell you, hey, man, GPG played pretty good. He had 300 yards. His completion percentage was high. Yeah, he had a couple mistakes, but but it's different because the offense has to run through the running game. The quarterback is going to miss a handful of layups every game. Like, I don't know if you ever coached youth basketball, but you just tell them, hey, man, just hit it off the magic square. Jimmy G has a tough time hitting the, the ball off the magic square. square. Nicely done. He has a tough time doing that. And for Kyle Shanahan, it has to be frustrating because you got Kyle Juchek screaming down the field where I wouldn't yeah. say that you or I, but you or I could just kind of, hey, just float it out there. It's the turkey bowl. Just, just, let, him, just, make him, just let him make just, him play. Just float, hey, can of corn. Just throw he's, a can of corn out there. Juchek, <laughs> and then he's stumbling doing everything because the ball's <laughs> drifting out of that, that play embodied what the 2021 season, I think, has been overall. You got a guy wide open. Uh, let's see some chaos. A.J. Brown comes back, 11 catches, 145, takes over in the second half. Uh, so Tennessee at 10-5, and five, and you have the 49ers at 8-7, and seven, both. Uh, still alive here as we get towards the playoffs. But our business here, as we continue, we'll go through the rest of the games for Week 16, uh, all the injury and uh, protocol. Protocol, because I, I think they were prohibited mm -hmm. from saying that uh, on some of the broadcasts. Oh, no, that was the NBA. Mm -hmm. uh, he's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Football Sunday. Welcome in. Merry Christmas. Let's get streaming towards a new year here on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. 
Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Welcome back in. This is Fox Football Sunday here at Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. Good to have our team along with us. Brandon, Chris Perfett on the ones and twos. You'll hear about his perspective of the Lions week 16. He got a little... uh 
rest, relaxation, as it were. But he's uh, grinding the overnight, the two guys getting it done. And then R.I., Ralph Irvin, on the updates coming in in, in a little bit. But our business here, Bucky, to go through, and, and we're going to give all of them their just due. In other words, the big voice guy did the hard work of saying the names. So we'll at least mention a couple of these games because I don't know how much analysis we, and people necessarily care about. Man, I guess there's desperate fantasy owners out there or really degenerate gamblers if you're getting on a couple of these games. Uh, at Swollen Dome, if you do have some sit-starts que- questions, if you're still alive uh, after week 15, I think it blew holes in, in everybody's fantasy uh, rosters. And and certainly for this week, we're keeping an eye on protocol uh, moment to moment. So we'll keep an eye on that. But let's get into the games. Let's start with our first. Giants and Eagles. All right, it's the Jake Fromm show. That's how I started, Bucky. Uh, the Eagles seven and seven. Jalen Hurts, as we've seen, and that run game has been fantastic. Uh, they found their identity, and Nick Sirianni, uh, well, tested positive for COVID on Wednesday, so question of his availability uh, before game time. Kevin Petulo, uh, according according to reports, the passing game coordinator would be the man in charge now here you're looking at the i i know it's it's a crazy time here uh but this is a 10 point spread at last look 40 and a half Oof. is your total 175 plus yards seven straight games uh first time that's been done since the 85 bears see mm-hmm. i can say 85 bears without shilling for a new book or some new tell-all story or last dance like chronicle but five games with 200 plus, and Miles Sanders actually part of the run game now. Go figure. Yeah, no, this is a, a team that is leaning to an identity that they discovered with Jalen Hurts as the quarterback. Uh, there are a lot of varying opinions on Jalen Hurts and how he's playing, but I would say what he's done is his presence at quarterback has enabled them to run basically a college offense with uh, the run game quarterback power, pool. Uh, deception, power read, all of those things that they've added in has enabled this running game to really take off. And so the Giants have a problem because you're playing with Jake Fromm. You have a look a small margin for error when it comes to point deficit. I don't know if the Giants are good enough to necessarily stop this running game. But here's what I've heard, and I've heard this from a fan. I know I shouldn't take fans' advice. They say one game a year the Giants always play the Eagles tough, and sometimes they snatch a victory. Maybe this is the game. Maybe I don't think so, though. I think I think the Eagles understand what's ahead of them. They got a chance to still get into the postseason. I think this is one that the Eagles take care of business. We go back in, in the early part of the season. We we did see a, a nice effort uh, from the the Giants. It was that 13-7 win over the Eagles. Did force three turnovers from Jalen Hurts. And I, I guess that's really mm-hmm. the the main question in all of this is uh, as you you scout and evaluate, is it how much of it is on the lack of component parts in a passing game? Yeah. Versus Jalen Hurts at this point. He's got Dallas Goddard. And no, a, I mean, look, 58% completion rate. Yeah, man, I mean, I, look, I, th- I think he is what he is as a passer. I think there's some things that they do that help him. I think they put him on the move. But I think his value to them extends beyond being a passer. His ability to pull the ball and do things in the running game has given this offense a different dimension and a dimension that's made it more difficult to defend. And so even though his struggles are there for everyone to see, I think it's the total – uh, package that Jalen Hurts brings to the table that could and maybe will 
kind of convinced the Eagles to go forward with him as a quarterback, at least for the next year. All right, so they get the win. Do they cover? Ooh, 10 points is such a hard thing. But I'm going to say they do cover because I've, I've, I found it unique and, and fascinating that they've been able to wax people, run the ball down their throat. So, yeah, I expect them to cover. There you go. Running over them. I'll agree. Next. Bills and Patriots. All right, as we know for the Bills, you don't have Gabriel Davis. You don't have Cole Beasley, both in protocols. Uh, Davis may miss two games. And significant, of course, eight and six right now. Nine and five are the Patriots. Uh, so the, the Bills trying to make up that ground. Uh, you got a laundry list of people on the Patriots injury report, as you would expect. Uh, when last we saw them, it was the oddball 46 run game. And I maybe the only guy still shouting from the rooftops going, if Diggs and or Knox actually catch a ball, we got a different game. <laughs> I mean, the touchdown pass that Stephon Diggs dropped has probably given him nightmares. Yeah. And then Dawson Knox left at my count four on the, yeah. on the turf yeah. that day. And Josh Allen has been a one-man wrecking crew. Can he solve them in uh, more amenable situations and conditions today? You know, this is a big one. It's a big one for the Buffalo Bills because the Bills have kind of tried to put that game off on. Hey, it was a one-off, inclement conditions. Uh, we play them in a normal situation where we should beat them. So all the pressure is really on the Buffalo Bills. The thing that I would say I'm concerned about with the Bills is I don't know if they can really stop the run when people run it right at them. Right. Think about the games that they've lost, the Titans, the Colts, the Patriots. When they line up and just smash it at them, they've had success, and everybody's had success like this. So the one thing we know about the Patriots, they're going to attack your biggest weakness and see if you short it up. So we'll see today how good the Buffalo Bills are. Are the Bills contenders or are they pretenders? I think the New England Patriots are going to sort that out for us. I'm going to take the Bills to win this game, though. Feeling a little spicy. Yeah, Josh Allen with his legs. Maybe Devin Singletary. Maybe they finally actually commit to running the ball with the guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's me just wishing and hoping. Maybe. I, I'm not yeah. saying the guy's a world beater, but I can't tell off five carries in a game. And yeah, they no, usually dive off guys really fast in that offense. No, here's the thing that I would tell everyone to look at. When you're watching these games, notice the uh, production that people are getting from the bigger backs as opposed to the smaller backs. If you look at the top rushers in this league, most of them have been of the heavyweight variety, it's meaning true. 220 pounds plus. And it's just something about a heavier, thicker, denser running back that is a problem. You got the Singletary, word thicker and nicely done. Yeah, Singletary is small. And so what they've been able to, have been forced to do, they've been having to lean on Josh Allen. If the Buffalo Bills win this, is because Josh Allen goes absolutely crazy as a one-man show. I'm going to take the Patriots. I think the Patriots are the better team, even though on paper, roster-wise, I would say the Bills are better constructed. Damian Harris returns for the Patriots, or at least is expected to, to take on a role. We'll see uh, where we're at in that. You've got uh, Ramondre Stevenson is out for this one, so you won't get that tandem. Uh, But Harris, as we've seen, has been a bulldozer for them in spots. No question about it. Uh, The one disappointing thing, Zach Moss, guy that they were expecting to have a big role coming out of camp has been uh, a healthy scratch multiple times as the year goes on. All right, let's get one more in before we we go over to Ralph because I think this one will be fast. Jaguars and Jets. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Not quite that fast. Jets minus two. The 
Wilson versus Lawrence matchup, 41 and a half, your total. Mm. Yay. Mm. How exciting is this one for you? I mean, it's really it's the, really exciting because I have conflicting interests. As a former Jaguar, I would love to see the Jaguars do well. However, they're sitting here nestled at the number one position in the draft, right? And I don't believe a few uh, feel-good victories at the end of the year are going to have a long-lasting impact on their organization. Remember, no Josh However, Allen. Yeah. However. However getting the number one pick and maybe getting a certain pass rusher of their variety, whether it's the kid Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan or uh, Kevin Thibodeau from Oregon, would certainly have a greater impact. And I would rather have one of those guys under my tree than in a meaningless W. So I'm thinking in this game, the Jaguars are going to mess it up because they're going to try and play hard. They're going to try and get a win. Belleville has handed off the play call to Brian Schottheimer. Schottheimer is going to try and show the league that he still has the ability to be an offensive coordinator. So it kind of changes the equation. No Robert Sala for the New York Jets, so that messes that might tinker with their defense a little bit. Laundry all list signs, of guys in, in COVID protocol. All signs point to the Jaguars being and able to James win this James Robinson, one. if they just tuck it in his gut, Jets have I mean, been really generous to opposing really. running backs. And if, if James Robinson can keep the ball secured in his gut, then he can keep having it. Dude, they, they gave up over 100 yards to Duke Johnson last week, and everybody was going, that that's same that, guy? That's, mighty, that's a mighty Duke Johnson. <laughs> like, I remember Duke Johnson from like seven years ago. That's the same guy? Is this kid already in here? Hey, Duke Johnson came off the practice squad. He, he came off the, the, the couch to rush for 100 yards. I mean, that was a hell of an effort. That's also an indictment on Miles Gaskin and the other yeah, guys you've I mean, got in that locker room. Yeah, so look, all signs point to the Jaguars being able to get a win. Uh, as much as it pains me, I'm going to say the Jaguars find a way to win with a walk-off. Wow. Walk off. Look at you. Uh, I'll go the other way because it's going to be messy and ugly and uh, Jets by a field goal. There, I, I just <laughs> jinxed myself for the rest of these uh, picks that we make for the next three weeks because I picked the Jets. What's wrong with me? Yeah. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Football Sunday here. Fox Sports Radio. Let's turn it over to Ralph Irvin. Get an idea of what's trending here in our sporting universe. Hey, buddy. Well, we got uh, a lot more uh, on the Who's going to be missing front? Okay. Uh, we'll start with TJ Watt. He's going to play against Kansas City today. Tyreek Hill going as well for the Chiefs. However, this just in, Travis Kelsey did not clear protocols. He is out. Travis Kelsey will not be mm. playing. And, of course, Kansas City already entering this game without kicker Harrison Butker and punter Johnny Townsend. So that whole special teams thing, uh, they may be playing four-down ball. In, in that contest, uh, the rain, or the Chargers in Texas in Texas taking on Houston Texans without running back Austin Eckler. Justin Jackson is expected to get the bulk of the carries. The Chargers also going to be without Mike Williams. They're also without Joey Bosa, so they'll have to deal with that. Sam Darnold is going to play against Tampa Bay for Carolina. Don't know how much that'll help. DJ Moore in the lineup. That will help. Uh, the Giants plan to bring back Joe Judge and quarterback Daniel Jones. But as you guys mentioned, Jake Fromm is going to make his first start today against Philadelphia. Baltimore is going to start Josh Johnson at quarterback. Lamar Jackson didn't even make the trip, so he's not even available as an emergency. The Bengals keep entering pretty healthy. So... COVID is bypassing Cincinnati. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders set to go for Buffalo as the Bills will play at New England. Buffalo, though, without Gabriel Davis, Cole Beasley in the receiving core. The Patriots welcoming back running back Damian Harris and wideout Kendrick Bourne. 
The Rams playing at Minnesota, no Dalvin Cook for the Vikings, but they do have Adam Thielen back in the lineup. Andrew Whitworth, the left tackle, out for L.A. in this contest. But for now, we send it back. It is an NFL Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio, and it is Mike Harmon, Bucky Brooks. Appreciate you, R.I. Find Ralph on Twitter at Ralph Irvin FSR. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. This is Fox Football Sunday, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, every minute, it seems, it changes, and we add more lists to the protocols uh, and who's out. So keep apprised uh, of all of that here on Fox Sports Radio. We'll have you uh, through the pregame shows on FS1 and Fox uh, leading up to your early kickoffs. Uh, now let's get back into a big AFC West battle. Still mathematically alive. Broncos and Raiders. Game last listed as a pick'em. 41 is your total. No Teddy Bridgewater for the Broncos means Drew Locke is back in and under center. Kenny Young out with a concussion. Uh, you've got a number of other questionables. For the Raiders, still keeping an eye on Darren Waller, uh, listed as doubtful, which means uh, he's probably not going to not gonna mm-hmm. go. Uh, means more work. Uh, as you, you look down that depth chart trying to find Foster Moreau. Um, you know, you can do all sorts of things with the island of Dr. Moreau uh, for those that are, um, uh, well, old enough to know that movie, the good one and the bad one, uh, and the book, of course. But both teams still at 7-7. Seven and seven. Wouldn't believe it watching these seasons, Bucky. But here we are, the Raiders with the win over Cleveland going back to that Monday afternoon game, which was really a head-scratcher uh, and at times quite painful to watch. Uh, but Derek Carr making plays as necessary. Uh, defense showed up against the depleted Cleveland Browns. I get it, but a win is a win. And now you look at a, a situation with a home tilt mm-hmm. against Drew Locke, who has all the weapons around him. I would expect a steady diet of Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. I mean, I think they have to have 40 touches combined if they're going to win this game. Yeah, I think that's what the recipe is. This is a game that is teed up for the Raiders to take care of business. Um, they somehow found a way to win the Cleveland game. So now they're they're back in position to kind of backdoor into the playoffs. Sitting with a 7-7 record against a Broncos team that is starting Drew Locke. Drew Locke hasn't shown the ability to consistently make enough plays to get this offense up and down the field despite playing with a solid defense. I mean, this is this is kind of it. Normally in these games, Mike, it, it comes down to which quarterback is going to play better, which quarterback is playing better. And Derek Carr has to get a decided advantage over Drew Locke. Now Derek Carr has to show up and play to the expectation. I'm going to go with the Raiders, but, man, I don't feel great about it. Yeah, this is a, the difficult one. I mean, Hunter Renfro expecting more. Zay Jones has come up in some pretty big spots. Even Moreau, as I said, with a couple of big plays. I, I don't trust their defense, but I, I don't think this one gets out of sorts in terms of high high impact, unless Drew Locke is just throwing for the downs. But I can't imagine that's Vic Fangio's M.O. in this one. Uh, so it should probably be uh, close to the vest, so uh, an opportunity for Carr. And this is a must-win for them because they're on the road at the Colts next week, and then they finish with a home game against the Chargers. So this is it. This is the season. Yeah, this is it. It's all on the line right now. You've got to be able to find a way to get it done. And so um, I would expect this game to have playoff intensity. Uh, to me, though, like – 
the Raiders just have an advantage with a, an experienced quarterback who has played at a higher level than the other guy. Like, it comes down to quarterback play, and I'm just going, look, I'm going to cast my lot with Derek Carr. We'll see. We'll see what it looks like. I'm going to be a Raider fan uh, for a day because I know it's a, <laughs> a, it's a roller coaster ride. So let's see what that ride is like. Yeah, jump on that bandwagon, ride the emotions high. All right, coming up next as we continue here, week 13, or week 16, sorry, uh, of the National Football League. I want to rewind it because I want to replay a few of those games. Uh, No, I don't, because that would mean more Bears misery for me. Uh, We're going to talk about the Steelers and Chiefs and the situation in Baltimore. Just when you thought the worm couldn't turn anymore, well, uh, we've got more. Uh, Injuries, COVID, you name it, affecting the Ravens. We'll see what John Harbaugh has up his sleeves as we evaluate that game coming up next year on Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my game. <laughs> Little slow on the uptake here on a Fox Football Sunday, recognizing that we don't have holiday, holiday, holiday music anymore. And I miss it already, Bucky. I miss it already. <laughs> you miss it? You miss it already? Just like that. It's all gone. I really, I failed though, because I only got gone. King Diamonds, no presents for Christmas in once over the last month. Look it up on the YouTube uh, when you get some some time. Mike Harmon, Bucky Brooks with you here. Fox Football Sunday, the games of week 16 and trying to read the tea leaves and, and go down the, the line of who's in, who's out, and the giant convoluted playoff pictures. We've got a couple of teams that have separated and, well, it looks like the NBA, actually. Here's a couple of great teams, or teams we think are great, and here's a bunch of others. Let's sort them out over the next three weeks. That'll be the NBA uh, come late February and into March as we get towards playoff positions, Bucky. But uh, here's a big game involving a couple of AFC heavyweights. Steelers and Chiefs. All right, left for dead. A hundred times, we still have the Steelers alive. They're still alive, especially with everything else going on within the division uh, outside of Cincinnati. But we'll get to them in a minute. For the Chiefs, Tyreek Hill cleared, will play. We got Mm. the word from Ralph Irvin a little bit earlier uh, in the updates that Travis Kelsey did not. And they've been testing him as often as they possibly can to try to see if they can't find find the light. Unfortunately, that will not happen. Uh, You look at Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Darrell Williams in the backfield. Uh, for the Chiefs, trying to make some noise. T.J. Watt with the ribs will play. Uh, you got Friermuth out with a concussion once again. Kansas City, 10-point favorites in this one. 45-and-a-half is the total. I like the Chiefs in the game because the Chiefs have now found themselves at the top of the AFC, and they can taste it, right? They get home field advantage. I think you can write them into the Super Bowl because this is what they do. Um, because of that, I expect them to give the Pittsburgh Steelers maximum attention and focus. Uh, and it's about being able to get it done with the running game and the screen game more so than the typical traditional way that the Chiefs play. Also, defensively, Tyron Matthew and that crew has been playing well. Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers are kind of relegated to just a bunch of dink and dunk passes. If the Chiefs tackle well, I think this is a game that they, I won't say easily handle the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I think it should be a very comfortable game for the Chiefs. Ben Roethlisberger, as you say, the dink and dunk and trying to find yak. Just enough time. Najee Harris. Mm -hmm. As we've seen with so many of these other teams, we talked about it with Cleveland a little bit earlier. Like sometimes you just get away from him. And you question why. Right? You know, you're not getting blown out. You're hanging around games. Because let's face it, for the Steelers, I think you would call muddy would be the way this season has gone and how they like to play. All right, they'd love to be explosive, but Big Ben's not uh, getting back in that seventh step like he used to. So by the time he's at step five, he's got to be looking to get rid of the ball. Yeah, that's him. And that and that is something that you have to figure out um, how to help Ben Roethlisberger at this stage of his career. He can't push the ball down the field consistently. They need to run it some, but they also got to get some plays in the passing game because the problem is at any point, the Kansas City Chiefs offense can explode. We haven't seen it really explode 
to the level that it used to 2019 2020 but at some point it's coming and so if it happens today i just don't think the steelers have enough firepower to keep up with the chiefs if they're rolling Kansas City. Kansas City covers the bank as well. All right, let's get to the other uh, big AFC North battle with some big names involved. Ravens and Bengals. All right, Ravens have a huge injury list. Obviously, we look at Tyler Huntley now out into COVID protocols. Lamar Jackson didn't make the trip. This is one of those things watching, like, was he going to be the second quarterback even if he wasn't available? It's like, all right, if he's there, he's going to play, right? If Mm -hmm. not, he shouldn't be there. Likewise, the Bears are going with Nick Foles, but I'll do my lamentation about them in a minute. But if Justin Fields is there on the sideline in anything but street clothes, then everybody should just put their headsets down and walk away from their post uh, as it is. But we've got Josh Johnson gets an opportunity to start here. Ravens uh, duct tape and bubble wrap trying to get through this season. Uh, Started as a three to three and a half point line for Cincinnati now all the way out to 7 41 and a half your total and it's there it's there for the Bengals to take and every time that's been the case this year Bucky they've said no thank you we don't want it yeah I mean that has been the case and uh, you know when you're a team like the Bengals that's trying to learn how to win trying to take that next step right they went from being a team that was a cellar dweller to now they have an opportunity to get into the postseason and maybe even win the division these are the things that you have to be able to do. Can you handle success? Can you handle coming to the game as a favorite and and do what you need to do to get the win? I believe they're the best team in the division. When you look at who's healthy, who's available, and the talent on their roster, the Bengals should represent the AFC North in the postseason. But are they good enough and mature enough to get it done? Today's game will let us know a lot about what the Bengals have. Banged up a little bit is Joe Mixon means uh, probably a little more for Samaji Ryan, but it's more about the passing game. We saw the uh, absolute obliteration the first time these two teams met. 41-17 uh, was the final. Uh, Joe Burrow having his way. And I've got to imagine after a no-show Last week, uh, Jamar Chase will factor in prominently alongside Tyler Boyd. Uh, For those that had Jamar Chase, 1.3 fantasy points for you, Bucky. That's not letting you move on in the playoffs. Mm -mm. I'm not speaking from any personal (laughs) or anything. Between him and uh, Ryan Suckup and his big fat zero Mm. uh, that the Bucks got me. But but for the the Ravens, how do you how do you properly evaluate what this team is at this point? I would say they're. I think they're a tough, gritty team because most teams would have collapsed under the weight of the injuries that they've had to endure. The fact that they've been in the mix and been competitive and had a chance to win a ton of these games to me just shows that Harbaugh is a hell of a coach. What they are lacking though, I would say, is probably a collective maturity about knowing how to close things out when they have the opportunity. they got to close it out. And so they've had opportunities in the past uh, few weeks to close games out and they just haven't been able to get it done. With Josh Johnson, if they're close enough you got to think that that experience and their expertise is eventually going to lead uh, to a win. This is a very, very tight one. I'm going to lean towards the Bengals just because the injury situation is so severe and things are dire in Baltimore. I will take Baltimore plus the seven, though, Uh, as you say, to hang around. Uh, I know the angst is starting in Baltimore, though, because the number of decisions and the success rate is quite low. Uh, for Coach Harbaugh in that order. All right, coming up next, a huge report came out of New Orleans. No, and I'm not talking about Ian Book starting. We get into it next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. 
Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places What's up, I'm John Wall And I'm CJ Toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone please welcome Coach John Calipari We're getting beat by 18, my first game in Kentucky, they're saying Cal's a bust, he can't coach This is crazy, John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater you remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, bro. <laughs> hey, welcome in. Hour two of the program here. Fox Football Sunday. Tracing through all the fun and exciting storylines of the Week 16 uh, in the National Football League. We've got the college playoffs, the first round semis later on this week. 
So that's a big deal as we get ready for New Year's and starting 2022. So hopefully it's been a uh, good holiday run for y'all out there. Certainly here in Southern California, a lot of rain making the roads, uh, let's just say miserable because people are not used to driving uh, in the rain, Bucky. So uh, Mm -hmm. I know it's made for a couple of harrowing drives for me (laughs) the last couple of days, but happy to be here. Happy to be uh, talking football on a Sunday morning. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, it's look, it's we're down the stretch run. Uh, this is a dash for the cash. People are really positioning uh, themselves to get into the postseason. Uh, I think like prior to the weekend, there were like twenty six teams that were vying for playoff berths, which is exciting. Uh, even though we have, in my estimation, too many teams hovering around that five hundred line. Uh, I think the league wants that. It's good parody, for business, isn't it? Yeah, parity creates excitement because you keep the you keep the hope going. You keep the hope going, and you know inevitably one of these teams is going to make it in the playoffs, and somehow they're going to snatch down a a, a favorite, and everyone's going to be like, see, any given Sunday. And, and that's where we're at. So it's a fun weekend. Well, it's the old rule of thumb, going back to Shawshank Redemption. Oh. Hope is used in one of two ways. It's either the best of things, or it'll drive a man insane. Wow, Shawshank. I didn't expect to get a Shawshank reference. I get it. Well, I'm trying to update it though. I, get I mean, it. Yeah. but I mean, it's a classic that I was yes. on board with when it first mm-hmm. came out. I mean, I might be one of the few people that could actually say they saw that in the theater. <laughs> oh wow! Because it did not have a long theatrical run, <laughs> and then all of a sudden became this this heavyweight on cable television. Although I didn't see that there was a Shawshank uh, marathon. There was a marathon for everything else. They give me 24 hours of a Christmas story, which is about 23 and a half too much. Uh, you got It's a Wonderful Life was on repeatedly. Uh, evidently, mm. the rights to re-airing The Wizard of Oz went down because that was on a bunch. Uh, it was on Cartoon Network at some point uh, one of the mornings this week. Uh, and then, you know, your usual suspects of your Fred Clauses and others. Uh, but I didn't see a lot of Shawshank. Gump was on for essentially oh. 24 hours. It's wow. a very weird movie that is when weird. you look at it all these years I mean, years you go later. back, it is weird. Like, what was the fascination behind that? But, hey, all these years later, yeah, it's like, like really? Yeah. We really like this, huh? You know, that came out the same year as Shawshank, though. So there you have it. The weird, wonderful year that was, 1994. Wow. That's crazy. That's weird. And this moment and in, won it. in yeah. film history brought to you by, yeah. uh, I went and saw Spider-Man and Kingsman. Uh, I tried to find a third movie that was just something man, and I couldn't, so I went home. There you go. <laughs> Both uh, rated fairly well. The kids were really excited that I finally saw Spider-Man so that they could tell me all of the little things that they noticed that I was probably just sitting there enjoying the movie and just hanging out. But Mm -hmm. here we are. We'll shout at televisions later on today, particularly if you're fans. uh, Well, a couple of the teams, the usual suspects. But as you say, so many teams still alive uh, with playoff aspirations, even if only faint. Right to say that you're playing meaningful, quote unquote, yeah. football at the end of December is a, is a pretty big deal. And one of the matchups that we have, well, why why don't we get to it? This one has some storylines behind it. My name, my Dolphins and Saints. All right, as it stands, Dolphins are three point favorites. Thirty seven and a half is your total. Ian Book is going to be your quarterback, yeah. as we've seen COVID. Injuries, everything pile up for your New Orleans Saints. So now we're on to quarterback number four, Sean Payton back, uh, and a team that has stayed alive, again, beyond all thought and logic, right? Defenses struggled early, came up 
this second half of the season more the defense you anticipated. Yeah. Big shutout last week, of course, of Tampa Bay. And Alvin Kamara, still a world-class uh, runner and receiver. Callaway getting involved a little more downfield. And now you have Ian Book. But the, but the bigger story is off the field, reports surfacing that because of all the injuries and COVID protocols that they reached out to Drew Brees, analyst at NBC, and underarm throwing Philip Rivers to gauge their interests. I, I, look, I thought Philip Rivers would would bite at that, especially Me too. especially where they are in the season right now. Um, look, he only has to be a month, and he, look, he was a high school football coach. High, well, high school football is all done. I thought he can go down the road a little bit, couple hour drive. Get to the thing. He can gas up that old van, that, that long van that he had down in San Diego that he was driving up to L.A. Remember he every was doing day. that and he had his, uh, yeah, with his teammates with him and all the film study? Yeah, with his, 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 his brood, his little crew of kids. I think they're nine deep at last check. That is a big depth chart. No <laughs> so he could, he could get them all on the road and they could do it. But it just kind of tells you where the Saints are in terms of injuries and their belief in quarterback and all that other stuff. They wanted a veteran because they still have an outside shot of being able to get into the postseason. So they wanted someone who understands how to play winning football in those conditions. Well, now they're going to try the young guy. Ian Book can make his first start. We'll see what a little guy from Notre Dame can do. Fourth-round draft choice. I like that you call him the little guy from Notre Dame. I mean, he does look like a little guy. He's a little, little guy. I mean, he's not quite a leprechaun, but he's, he's little. Nicely done. <laughs> As we celebrate the season of Santa Claus, let's bring the leprechauns in the mix. You know, leprechauns been showing on air mm. uh, quite a bit. One of the early roles for Jennifer Aniston. Uh, on the other side, you've got the Dolphins at 7-7. Seven and seven. What has been a mutant season as well. Tua Tungavailoa playing well. We referenced him before. Duke Johnson comes out of nowhere. There's run for 100 yards a week ago. Uh, probably not going to be able to do that again against this uh, Saints front. But for Tua Tungavailoa, you've got... Devontae Parker, you've got uh, Jalen Watt will be back. So you, you've got your component parts, Gasicki. How do you solve that defense? What do you do with Tua? And how much do you trust him to put it up against that back seven? Look, I like what they've done with Tua. What they've done is they've really done uh, they've implemented a lot of RPOs into the mix. They have basically run a lot of what he did at Alabama successfully where he sticks the ball into the belly, reads the second level defender, linebacker, safety. They move, he rips it out, fires a dart right behind their ear. It has worked well. We've seen Jalen Waddle and some of those other playmaking wide receivers get into it. And then we saw last week the running game got going. And so if they're able to do those things, they're going to have success. The issue that they have against the New Orleans Saints, the Saints play a lot of man-to-man, and they play it really well. That's what they were able to do to lock down the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a week ago. The Dolphins don't have nearly the weaponry that the Buccaneers had last week. So if the Saints play their game defensively, it's going to be hard for the Dolphins to score. And then it comes down to can they protect Ian Book in terms of call the game where he doesn't have to be exposed as being an inexperienced passer. I'm going to go with Sean Payton on this one. I believe he, he has enough he has enough in the bag to help his young quarterback play fast. Demario Davis, Malcolm Jenkins in protocols on that defensive side uh, for New Orleans. Uh, Saints did sign Blake Bortles, mm. a name we all remember and know and love from uh, fantasy football seasons past. You know, the comeback efforts as a member of the Jaguars all those years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm looking at 
at New Orleans. Just to, I, I don't know how they solve the defense, even with a couple of principals missing. Curious right. to, to watch the the game plan because I mean Sean Payton's gotten it done. You know we talk about John Harbaugh and how he's navigated this season. I think for Sean Payton, it missed last week. Yeah. But, I mean, you see what they've been able to do, and that defense only getting better. Yeah, defense is only getting better. The defense is the best part of their team right now. And so it's a situation where Sean Payton has to maybe go against his natural instinct, which is as a offensive guru or play caller, kind of push the envelope, play fast to do those things. Right now they may have to play a little more paced game, a little slower pace, a little more complimentary game plan in terms of how he calls the offensive plays in relation to how the defense is performing. He does those things, they have a chance. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to see anything happen to Ian Book, but let's face it. Aren't we all intrigued to see Alvin Kamara be the quarterback for a half or so? <laughs> oh, oh, I, I thought you were saying you want to see the Blake Borders experience. I was like, oh, I'm good No, 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 no. We've seen I don't that see film. any of that anymore. All right, Kamara is the emergency quarterback. Uh, he's attempted one pass, 13 yards to Josh Hill, mm. and then once on a trick play. So we'll see. Uh, but New Orleans and Miami, again, on your grid of they're both technically alive. How dangerous are they? I don't know. Like Miami before the season was on the, the short list of look at the 53 man that they've assembled. And then a really rough start to the season. But Brian Flores, you know, one of those things where you've blown a tire yeah. and you're just trying to keep it going and you're rattling. And, and here you are still with a, a puncher's chance with three weeks left. Yeah, no, that, and that's where they find themselves. They do have a chance. Um, three out of three, they're in. Two out of three, eh, maybe. But they are playing lights out, and they're playing lights out on defense because they are bringing pressure from everywhere. And so the one thing that Ian Book will quickly realize is how the pitcher changes after the snap as opposed to what it was before the snap. And he has to make good decisions and Sean Payton to try and protect them. You'll see quick screens and bubble screens and slow screens and every uh, conceivable misdirection, delay tactic known to man. But at some point, Ian Book is going to have to make four or five plays in the passing game for them to win. Somehow they find a way to do it. I'm going to go with the Saints in this, but, man, this is a dream scenario for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I'm sitting there going, it looks too good to be true, right, as the road favorite. But to your point of just blitz the hell out of him I mean, and see how he responds. Everywhere, like nonstop, just bring pressure from everywhere. That's where you tell your uh, coordinator and the players, you guys got any ideas, put them all up on the board. We're going to be uh, exotic as we can be. Oh, to, to try to get it. a W Bring here. all of it. Because you got the other two teams in your division facing off in, in what is a big showdown as well. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Football Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio. Six more games to go, and the next one will require me to do a very long injury read. Yes, because, look, the only guy left is the uh, ageless one, Tom Brady. But we'll get into that as we continue here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my game. <laughs> Welcome back in. It's Fox Football Sunday. The post-Christmas glow about you. We are just uh, discussing how quickly you get rid of your tree. Is it out on the curb? If it's an artificial one, do you just let it sit for a while? Go on about your business? I don't know. At Swollen Dome, if you have some thoughts on that one. But our business here, week 16 of the Euro National Football League season. Three weeks remaining, that's right. You get that extra week 18 for flavor. And we'll see who who's still limping to the finish line on some of these squads. Uh, and that's a perfect segue into this next game. Buccaneers and Panthers. Now we may see Sam Darnold 
Okay. Mm. Uh, Tampa Bay, 10-point favorites on the road. 42.5 the total. You read the injury list. Mike Evans out. Obviously, Chris Godwin is gone. Antoine Winfield is out. Uh, Levante David is out. Jason Pierre-Paul uh, is doubtful. So, walking wounded. Leonard Fournette, obviously, is not around. So, it's the Ronald Jones Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski show on the offensive side of things for the defense. They're helped by the fact that, well, Carolina is not any good. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a way to make it very simple, very succinct, very simplistic analysis I, right there. Yeah, you want to get Panthers deeper on Carolina, good. have at it. They're not very good. They're not. Uh, I'm, I'm fascinated by this Sam Donald plan. You know, um, what was it like? Eight weeks ago, two months ago, they were ready to throw Sam Donald out with the bathwater. Uh, it was done. Then you realize how bad up. Cam Newton was when you bring him back. Yeah, I mean, like, that's that's the thing. I mean, it was good. It was an emotional ploy. It was good to bring Icon back, but there's some limitations. And there's some limitations in the coaching staff in terms of, like, building offensive game plan. You fire the offensive coordinator. So, I mean, look, there's a lot of upheaval there. Here's what they're trying to do with Sam Donald. They're trying to figure out where he is. Can he play better the last three games of the season to inspire some confidence, not only inside the organization, but to sell it to the fan base? Because they're locked on. They have to pay Sam Donald next year regardless. They picked up his fifth-year option, which is $19 million guaranteed. And so he is on their roster, what they want to admit it or not. And so what they would like to be able to do is to go in front of the fans and say, hey, guys, look. Playing better, got a little sideways. He's better. He will be better next year because we're going to build off of this momentum, yada, 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 and go forward. And so that's what this is. Now, if it falters, then you have a bigger issue because now you know you have to get into Deshaun Watson sweepstakes if he clears his legal situation up. And you potentially maybe have to look at the draft or the carousel or whatever. But either way, the Carolina Panthers have to figure out what they're going to do at quarterback because year three in the Matt Rule era could be a make or break year. Yeah, this year the expectations were huge with what the roster at least looked like on paper. Year two, and they played hard for it, right? That's one of those Mm -hmm. things when you look at a team. We looked at Brian Flores through any of their struggles and, and pick a year. It was always, they're at least still fighting. And we'll get to the Lions in a minute because that's what we mm-hmm. get. We why we call them the fighting Campbells. But the, the fact is, for, for this Carolina squad, as soon as McCaffrey went out, everything shut down. I mean, DJ Moore became an afterthought because you couldn't find and throw him open. Shuba mm-hmm. Hubbard is a solid, serviceable back, but he's not a game changer in any way, shape, or form. And then, you, like you said, you bring in Cam Newton. Nostalgia was great. But the decade of the blow-by-blow carrying the ball 100 times a year, plus sacks, plus all the extra hits, right? Because Mm -hmm. he did stay up and try to run through people. So Mm -hmm. all the aggregate on that, and it shows, Yeah, right? There's a flash point every once in a while in the run game or, or with one pass, but it's not sustainable. So we've seen what this team has become, and now they're limping towards the, down the stretch, and you have games against the Buccaneers sandwiched within there as a game against the Saints. Yeah, no, it's, it's not a good thing. And the thing the thing with Cam, um, look, man, it all fell apart when he got hurt in that Pittsburgh game in the shoulder because he's never been right. I thought his throwing form has it's always looked odd, weird right? and awkward since he took that big hit in Pittsburgh. 
It's kind of like those movie guys that look yeah, at it, just, it just, it's, just, it's just a weird thing. He didn't throw like that before. Now, I'm not saying he was there with the greatest passer, but he certainly hasn't been the same since he had that. That said, his most effective way of playing has been when he's been able to utilize his legs. And what's crazy is Cam Newton is the same age as Taysom Hill. <laughs> like they're the same it's age. It's crazy, right? It's, it's the same thing. Like they and they have to play the same way. And so it's it's just one of those things where um, with Cam, if I'm if I'm Cam and I'm the Carolina Panthers, if I'm the Carolina Panthers, I use Cam like I use a rental car, right? You know when you have the rental car and it's not your car, you kind of bump the curb, you kind of yeah, just park it anywhere, absolutely. you leave your trash all in it, you just kind of do whatever, like because it's not your car, <laughs> you, you hand it in and just give the keys. Like try, I don't care what you think about me, it's a rental car, like whatever. I think with him, I thought that was going to be how they used. Him. Right, hey man, it's a one-year scenario. Here's our la- last. Hey, we're going to last hey, hits you're going to take. Cam, yeah. quarterback power, quarterback power, again and again and again, just run it to the wheels, fall off, and then you hand it back in there and. They may charge you for a little dent or scuff, but maybe maybe they don't see it. And so or I think maybe that's it's how just the latest it. one on that card. Is <laughs> the way that they do it. And I think today against Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they probably have to play that way. But this is going to be a Sam Donald game, and we'll get a chance to see if he can do it. And all the Sam Donald supporters will come out of the woodwork and, you know. See it. Going like. forward, we're going to have the uh, rental car quarterback segment with Bucky Brooks. Uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay minus 10. Brady uh, trying to fight off the fact that everybody called him old uh, after one bad game. <laughs> Just don't try to run the ball again, Tom. That's all we ask. Next. Lions and Falcons. All right. The Lions, as we know, with a mountain of injuries still listed here. Atlanta. Uh, we're looking at a seven-point spread. This one's moved about a point and a half or so as the week went on, 42 and a half, as we always do. If you would like to, we, we ask our man, Chris Perfett, writes uh, and does audio over at prideofdetroit.com. Your Lions, happy holiday, holiday, holiday. Uh, Lions limping towards the end, but sh- still showing fight, Chris. Yeah, and I mean, it's hard to parse, especially after what they did to Arizona last last week that was, was fun to watch for down. you i'm sure yeah no it uh, we i haven't seen a game like that since probably the early matt patricia days probably before him like to just completely beat down a team like that and we've seen the cardinals kind of self-destruct since then so not sure what to take away from it i will take away from this is that i'm not putting a lot of faith into tim boyle but that said they've kind of had an emergence with some of their young wide receivers especially with amon ross st brown but as you say, injuries are kind of piling up. They just put Amani Orwarie, their one of their corners, on injury reserve. His his season is done. Uh, I'm not sure how to really feel about it. It's the Falcons. It's a team that has shown themselves very vulnerable, especially up front. But at the same time, uh, Kyle Pitts, I'm not taking anything away from him. And he's the kind of player that usually beats the Lions sometimes. I think this one's going to be close. I think Atlanta probably narrowly edges this one out. There you go. Thanks, Chris. All right, they do get Swift back. As you mentioned, Tim Boyle will be the guy under center. So Swift, Williams, and Craig Reynolds, who went for 112 against Arizona. Uh, That was, you know, one of the uncharacteristic. We didn't even get into that with Arizona too much because we had two games to talk about how they didn't show up in key spots. Uh, That was a complete no-show. Falcons 1-5 at home. Kyle Pitts trying to break Ditka's record. Mm-hmm. And he's seem, seemingly been invisible because mm. we've talked about him at the start of the season, right? Yeah. He was supposed to be the second coming 
uh, as far as great tight ends. It's like that, he was going to be thing. up yeah. there, it's... and then he's he's near to 900 yards. And it, none of them feel like they've been important. Not impactful, except for the two games right after Calvin Ridley um, took leave of absence for mental health reasons. Uh, I want to say he had back-to-back 100-yard games, um, and we got a chance to see the glimpses and the flashes. But he certainly hasn't been what he was built up to be um, in terms of coming over and dominating and taking over the league. Now, that's not what I would call his fault. That was our fault on the outside, building him up to be a guy that would come in and do those things. And so when you take a tight end in the first round and you take him early like that, the number one thing that I always say, like, because it's easy when we get to the next part of the year to talk about analysis, like, ah, Cal Pitts is going to be able to do this and do that. Can the coach who is calling the plays, does he have a plan and a true track record for getting the tight end off? Because it's a unique position and it's not as easy to get those guys the production and the targets as we would think. And I don't know if we've seen him fully maximize in Atlanta. But he's a rookie. We'll see if he goes. Yeah, because I think the assumption was he would just pick up for Julio Jones. Like, just trade them in one for another. Russell Gage has shown up in yeah. spots. Yeah. And this looks like a spot for him if you're going deep fantasy rosters and daily fantasy leagues here. But, you know, Matt Ryan at this point. you got to have the running game. got to have everything. you got to have everything right. And that's why, man, this is a game where the Lions may reel off another win. The, one, the, the only problem. Jerry Goff isn't playing, right? No. Is that it's Tim, Tim Boyle? Oh, God. Yep, to, uh, Jared Goff's on the COVID list yeah. right now. Oh, Tim Boyle. Yeah. Mike Harmon. Look, have you like ever – I told have you, you, we got like you, five or six guys you, here that we're just ever, going down. I'm seeing have, this name right. Have you ever checked Tim Boyle's stats from college? No. Tim, Tim Boyle bounced around. i myself from that. UConn. Some other schools. You just like, said UConn. That's enough. He started it, but he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't register any numbers there. He's a Ohio Valley Conference like Player of the Year. He's a one-year wonder. So I cannot believe that that's what the Lions have as a backup quarterback. Why would they play the kid from Purdue? Why would they play the kid from Purdue? What's wrong with David Blau? Doesn't seem to do much. I, I just I think my favorite stat from Tim Boyle's college day is like he went down to where was that to. It wasn't Connecticut. It was somewhere else. But he doubled his interception numbers in a single year. Yes. Like, I, I mean. And he's not the first NFL team to kick the tires. The, the Lions aren't the first NFL team to kick the fa- tires. They're fascinated by the big arm guy. The Eastern Kentucky Colonel. That's what it was. That's I knew it was, it so, it I knew it was yeah. somewhere in Kentucky. I was about to say Western Kentucky. I didn't want to be wrong. He, uh, yeah. he Look at those completed numbers. 61% <laughs> of his yep. passes. Uh-huh. Uh, averaged 194 passing yards per game. Yep. 11 TDs. 13, 13 picks. picks. Yep. Only took six sacks, though, so he yeah. got rid of the ball. Hey, <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, Mr. Boyle. Maybe, Keep living the dream. Maybe you have more than the 77 yards he had in his first start. I'm going to go with the Lions. Like you went, maybe. You're going to take the Lions I'm going to go win. with the Lions. The Lions play hard. I like play hard teams. So I'm going to go with the Lions. See, I think you just tuck it in the guts those three guys. You need a blow. Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> And just beat the hell out of them. Because Cordero Patterson on the other side could flash for you and come up with a big one. Uh, I'll take Atlanta to win, but I, I think it's close. I'll be Chris. I, I think the, the fighting Campbells are, are there. I can't go quite to your edge, but I like it. You're out there on the edge after mocking the quarterback. <laughs> Not often you do that.
Who's playing there? What were his stats? Oh, yeah, I'll pick them to win. Yeah, come on, let's go. Let's go, Lions. All right, let's go over to Ralph Irvin and get an update of what's going on after that madness. Hi, buddy. Well, uh, we we have some interesting madness going on. Minnesota is going to be hosting the L.A. Rams. We already know Dalvin Cook out with COVID. Yeah. Adam Thielen is expected to play. Now, this is an interesting story, not necessarily for today, but stepping forward. Sean Mannion is out with COVID. Backup quarterback. Well, then. Mm. But Kirk Cousins is unvaccinated. Mm. All right. So don't be surprised if we see a notice tomorrow, Tuesday, that maybe Kirk Cousins tests positive because mm. he's going to get tested due to contact. Mm. Sure. And it also brings up the fact that backing up Cousins today will be Kellen Mond, who's been inactive his entire NFL career. Mm. So that could be an interesting situation going on with the Minnesota Vikings, especially if they can pull out a win here and stay alive in that NFC playoff race. Final two weeks of the season at Green Bay and then a home date against the Bears. Yeah. The Bears play spoiler despite a trash season. Wait, 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 and Matt Nagy wait, 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 throws wait. down his headset defiantly in week 18. <laughs> Mike, you're acting like they haven't been playing your spoiler all season. You know what? Go to hell. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying it. they've done they've ruined no, no, it. No, that was angry. <laughs> I've aged like 20 years watching this team mm. this year. Well, it happens. Uh, you mentioned briefly the Jets and Jaguars. Well, Jacksonville will not have Miles Jack. He's tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, so he will not be there to stop the vaunted Jets offense. Uh, Baltimore is going to start Josh Johnson at quarterback. Lamar Jackson not even traveling with the team. He's not healthy. And, of course, Tyler Huntley testing positive for COVID-19. TJ Watt is going to play against Kansas City. But Travis Kelsey will not play for the Chiefs against the Steelers. He did not clear COVID protocols. Tyreek Hill, though, did, so he will be active. It's going to be an interesting early set of games as we set it back. It is Mike Harmon, Bucky Brooks, Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate you, R.I. Find him on Twitter at Ralph Irvin, FSR. Find uh, Chris Perfett over at Chris Perfett on Twitter, uh, reading stuff on Pride of Detroit. Uh, as we go through, we have four more games to get through, the Rams and Vikings being one of those. Uh, an interesting development uh, as we go down the stretch. And, you know, for all the protocol changes, we still saw a couple hundred over the last two weeks show up in protocols, including a number of head coaches, coordinators, etc. So uh, the NFL trying to ride this thing to its uh, bitter end to try to get into the playoffs and then, well, I'm sure we'll see another change in how things are going going in terms of the random selections mm-hmm. and everything else, right? Uh, keep making deals between the PA uh, and the NFL to keep the line moving, as it were, Bucky. Because I think everybody got the notice when the, the report came out last week, and you, you and I, I think we're in lockstep on this one of, uh, you know, Treader and others saying, well, they, you know, they were talking about canceling games. Like, no, they weren't. I don't, oh, no. I don't buy that for a minute. No, no, you can't kill the golden goose. Like, it's too late because you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Like, there's not going to be a slowdown and shutdown. I thought the NBA said it. Adam Silver was like, yeah, nah, there's no no, no thought of a two-week pause. Like, we have the power through. And whatever it looks like, it looks like. And so I think it's going to be the same thing with the NFL. You have to kind of figure out a way um, to work around that. I mean, look, it's a global pandemic. We're in year two of it or heading into year two of it, right? Um, 
kind of have to work like it out. Feels like year three or six yeah, or something I mean, like that. So it's just one of those things. It's a new normal, and you kind of have to work around some of those things. I think what you're seeing, though, the teams who are the best at being able to adapt and adjust while being able to develop players and get them ready to play in, in I mean, quick turnarounds, they're the ones that are going to be able to do it. And so as we get into the postseason, it's going to be more critical than ever. You better have a deep and talented practice squad because those call-up players are going to be counted on. And because of the new pro- rules where you can have six veterans with unlimited experience on your practice squad, if I am these teams, I am looking high and low for some of these guys that are either recently retiring or kind of out the league. I got to bring those guys back, and I need to sign them now so I can get them in shape for the postseason. Because you're you mean going future to need, boxer Le'Veon Bell? Is that what you were alluding to there? Yeah, I mean, you're going to have but to have some of those guys. Around, right? Some of those guys that we threw away as tomato cans. Hey, woo! Might have to dig in the recycling bin and, hey, bring that back. <laughs> Rinse that off. We can do that. <laughs> Look, you because got those guys will be counting on. Into. Nicely, <laughs> nicely done. That's my guy. At Bucky Brooks, where you find him on Twitter. Uh, Amazon on Thursday nights, the Scouts View. You've got FS1 showing up with Colin. Uh, and, of course, here every Sunday with me, you've got the digital, uh, Fox Sports digital work as well. I mean, Bucky's a man, a renaissance man, a man of a thousand <laughs> thousand points of light see i'll steal that one the old political but from a whole different perspective here all right let's get back into the games washington and cowboys all right second time in three weeks we get this one cowboys a 10 point favorite at home 46 and a half the number heineke should be available for this one tyron smith is still out no Landon Collins, no William Jackson the third, no Daniel Wise, no DeShazer Everett, all out uh, for that defense. And obviously, you're, you're looking at you know a team that got run on uh, by by Philly to uh, to the tune of 238 yards. You got Dak Prescott and company. While it hasn't been clicking, opportunity is here. C.D. Lamb has been erased in a lot of games they missed Amari Cooper for a couple uh, but really to me this team lives and dies with its defense at this point and so short field should be the the call of the day for Dak Prescott in the offense yeah today's test for the Dallas Cowboys is their maturity uh, are they mature enough to go and handle a team that is overmatched the Washington football team is overmatched when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. Like, they don't have necessarily the personnel and the talent to match up. So, can the Cowboys go and beat a team that they're supposed to beat? And can they do it without giving this team any opportunities? The first game when they matched up, the Cowboys dominated the game. Pick six let the Washington football team back in it. And lo and behold, now you have to play in the fourth quarter when it was a game that was very comfortable. Uh, defensively, you got to make sure that you take care of Taylor Heineke if he's playing. He's a gunslinger. He's a gamer. He makes plays. Offensively, you got to be patient if you're Dak Prescott. He has to develop the chemistry, rekindle the chemistry and the connection with his wide receivers. If they play small ball, dink and dunk football, and just allow Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb to make plays on catch and run concepts, this game would be easy for them. But if they try and force it down the field and they have these turnovers, the Washington football team is going to be there. They're going to be there for four quarters. This is your Sunday night football game. Uh, Antonio Gibson, turf toe, uh, game time decision. McKissick already on IR. So Jared Patterson uh, could see the bulk of the action. Go make your preemptive waiver claim now in your fantasy leagues if you're still alive. If for nothing else, to screw over your, your opponent uh, if they're in desperate straits here based on all of the changes going on this week. That's right. That's where we're at. 
you have to play uh, play sneaky, even if you're not going to play Patterson, uh, as it were. But ten point line. Mm. What do you think? Uh, I'll go. I'll go with the Cowboys. They cover. Cowboys to crush. Looking for a defensive score uh, as well. All right, we got three games left. I think this last, this next one, we can get through fairly quickly. Chargers and Texas. Go Chargers. There you go. go. The governor uh, with his point. 46 is the total. 10 and a half. Chargers without Eckler and Mike Williams in this one. Both into protocol. So Justin Jackson uh, of Northwestern fame. Uh, run the ball pretty well in the spots mm-hmm. where he's had an opportunity. He and, and Kelly will be the backs behind Justin Herbert. For Houston, we talked about Davis Mills briefly. He doesn't have Brandon Cooks today. He doesn't have David Johnson today. And so when we look at the Chargers, just imperative for them to keep their playoff hopes alive. Just go in and take care of business. doesn't have to be pretty. No, it doesn't have to be pretty. And I don't expect them to worry about it being pretty. This is a team that they dropped one on Thursday that they wish they had back. So they got to mm-hmm. get it back. And the only way you can get it back is you got to go and you got to punish the next team that is on the schedule, and that's the Houston Texans. You got to make life miserable for Davis Mills. You have to change the coverage. You have to make it tough on him. You have to bait him into a couple interceptions and get it going. And then it's about continuing to build the confidence of this offense under Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's played at a ridiculous level. He's a superstar in this league. But now you want to have more wins to show for it. And so this is one where you need to go and get the wins. The Texans are going to play a soft cover two zone, test the patience and the discipline of the quarterback. He does those things. This should be an easy win for the Chargers. I'll take the Chargers going away. 16 players on the COVID protocol list for the Texans coming into this one. So we're seeing those huge numbers throughout the league. Two more games to go here. Week 16, National Football League, Fox Football Sunday. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. Hang with us. We're going to finish it out to the bitter end. That means, yeah, the Bears and Seahawks are going to be our final game. And we'll leave about 30 seconds for it. We'll do that next on Fox. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. 
And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my game. (laughs) Welcome back in, Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. Reminder, we're brought to you by Discovery. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations do apply. Wherever you're listening this morning, however you're tuned in, the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM Channel 83, uh, your local affiliate, uh, if it is on a, a local affiliate AM FM dial, uh, please do uh, sh- shout out your uh, GM and let us know where you're listening at Swollen Dome. Uh, thanks for being part of the extended family, and hopefully you had a good Christmas uh, or at least a, a little bit of peace. If you don't celebrate Christmas, whatever it is that you do, uh, we we appreciate you and look forward to a big 2022. Thanks to our guys here, Brandon, Chris, and Ralph for making it sound oh so pretty uh, to my partner here, Bucky Brooks. Uh, my guy at Bucky Brooks is where you find him. Uh, you see him Amazon and Fox and FS1 and here each and every weekend with me. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours uh, a day late. And obviously uh, best thoughts for a glorious successful new year and uh, that we can get through these final three weeks with the NFL somewhat intact. Yeah, hopefully it's going to be a challenge. Uh, <laughs> once again, Merry Christmas to you Thank and you. yours and all of our listeners. It's been fun uh, going through this, like, uh, what were we, week 15? Week 16? Week 16, 16 now, yeah. Man, it's so crazy. Time has flown. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. We've reached a stretch run where uh, availability is going to be huge and key in these matchups and adaptability and who you have and what you're able to do with those that you have and can you get wins. We're seeing it. I mean, teams, we talk about 26 teams being in the playoff hunt. Um, Coaching matters more now than it ever has because you have to be able to kind of do it on the fly. and You better have a system that allows young guys and guys off the streets to come in and make plays 
right away. I mean, you think about the Green Bay game. Think about this. Rasul Douglas. Right. Cut by the Raiders. Right. I was we Cut by the he Raiders. He was such a big focal point at the end of yesterday's game. Cut Just, by the Raiders in training camp, and yet he has been, I think he's a Pro Bowl all And he was with the Cardinals, too. Cardinals, I mean. Right. And just ends up ends up being a player and a good player for them because he goes to a system that works with what he does and what he's always done well going back to his days at West Virginia. It's just critical. Well, we talk about coaching, continuity, uh, and those mm-hmm. organizational uh, kind of bases that, that allow you to push forward. All right, we've got two games to get through real quick. Let's do it. Rams and Vikings. Rams three-and-a-half-point favorites, as you heard from R.I. No Whitworth on the offensive line for Minnesota. COVID has entered the building in the form uh, of the quarterback, so no Mannion. And now we keep an eye on Kirk Cousins and Kellen Mond, who will be the number two. Uh, Dalvin Cook is out. Alexander Madison is cleared and ready to go. And then Adam Thielen will be back in some capacity to complement Justin Jefferson. On the other side for the Rams, 10 straight games of at least 90 receiving yards for Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. I think Matthew Stafford has himself a day against that secondary, no? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And Cooper Cup is going to get his. I think the one thing that you can do if you're the Minnesota Vikings, you can't let the other guys get off, meaning make sure OBJ and Van Jefferson don't get loose and you now have to contend with a running game that Sean McVay has fallen back in love with. How about with. that? The running Sony game Michelle that, is the, the power running game, runner. The running game that really set the table for this offense when Matt, Sean McVay took over and kind of built it up to being a Super Bowl contender. He is back to finding it. And with Cam Akers being activated and eventually having a role in the postseason, I want to keep your eye on the Rams. That's crazy, right? I want to keep your eye on the Rams. I mean, it looks like he's still got a little hitch in the giddy-up at the moment, but you mm-hmm. got a three-week to activate him. I'm, I'll color me intrigued. Yes. And, yes, that week, uh, that bye week was a soul-searching week, no, no doubt, for Sean McVay. What did we used to do around here? Oh, yeah, uh, we ran the ball. Oh, uh, and it's amazing what that looks like when they're running the ball. And now they're you running play, the play football. action, and guys are standing by themselves going, throw me the ball, kind of like Kyle Juchek was, yeah. except Stafford's actually finding his receivers. All right, last game. My name is Bears and Seahawks. Seahawks, six and a half point favorites in this one. Bears mm. will start Nick Foles. Whew. No Andy Dalton, Justin Fields. Uh, they're saying could be there. And it's like, all right, if he can't play, he shouldn't be anywhere near a sideline. Mm. Protect them from themselves. Like if you've gone yes. down this level of foolishness, yeah. or are you just trying to justify that you've paid Nick Foles all year? Well, I mean, this this is it, right? This is it. You have to be excited right now. This is why you saved this game for the last one because you're so excited. No, because I wanted to Nick give it a Foles. minute and make it go away. Nick Foles, this is look. This is Mad Nagy's day. Mad Nagy dusted off, figures out the old game plan, trying finds a way for Nick Foles to get loose. They rekindle it for a day. And they find a way to sneak out yeah. with the win. How about that? No, I think you're right, because Seattle had their chance last week, and they blew it! <laughs> last yeah. gasp, and they got nothing when it was all said and done. Yeah, this is this is all. I look, the Bears have... The Bears are maybe more motivated to play, so maybe the Bears find a way to get it done. And we'll have more talk and speculation about Russell Wilson heading into the offseason. More of the trade talk. You got reporters just saying, I don't even want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> so that's fun stuff. No question about it. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. Thanks for hanging out with us, going through the games of week 16. Good luck in your fantasy playoffs and with your daily fantasies. Uh, and be good out there. Thanks, everybody.
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you.